It's time to flashback with Michael Smith. Yeah, Michael Smith's excellent flashback. Uh, you can see every Sunday night on 7 News from 6 o'clock. Morning to you, Michael. Good morning, Will and David. We are riding the rails on flashback this week to mark a major milestone because this weekend is 20 years since the first GAN service from Adelaide to Darwin. Can you believe it's been two decades since that first train rolled out of Keswick? It's amazing, isn't it? Oh, As you guys ever. remember, this is a, a dream that took a very long time to realise because the original rail line from Adelaide to Alice Springs was completed in 1929. It then took the best part of 75 years to come up with the money and sort out the politics for it to go all the way to Darwin. John Olson can lay claim to a lot of credit for all of this. He did much of the lobbying, along with Shane Stone, the Northern Territory Chief Minister. They put the hard word on John Howard's federal government to come up with some cash. But the bulk of the money for the $1.3 billion project was put up by a private consortium, a group made up mainly of engineering and construction firms. Uh, when this train rolled out, it was the longest train ever in Australian history. Two locomotives, 43 carriages, all sorts of dignitaries on board. The security was incredible. There were lots of state and federal polys. The US ambassador was on board. Former Prime Minister Gough Whitlam and his wife Margaret were guests of honour. Of course, there'd been a change of government by the time the train actually left Adelaide. Claire Martin was the Northern Territory Chief Minister. Mike Rand had become our Premier. Have a listen to a little of this report from Mike Spitson. Symbolically, the first GAN north out of the Alice was farewelled by a herd of camels as it glided onto the new track. It was also a day the country was joined from north to south, both physically and it seems politically. This really is about, Mr Premier, a partnership. Absolutely, this is like a brother and sister being reunited, it's a family reunion. Darwin turned on its tropical wet for the big arrival, nearly 3,000 kilometres later, and the famous GAN's maiden journey was finally at an end. And of course all of the dignitaries were on board, a lot of international journalists as well, spreading the word about what a fantastic experience it was. David, you weren't one of them, were you? No, but when Phil Curry and I worked together in the, in the Canberra Press Gallery in the late 90s, that was a, a huge issue that the advertiser campaigned on. And uh, John Howard um, had to stare down a lot of opposition from the eastern states who said that it was a waste of money, uh, typically myopic eastern states' attitude. They said, oh, it's, it's not going to do anything to, to help the national economy. Um, and, and Howard, to his credit, being a, a good federalist, said, no, 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 this is going to create a direct export um, stream from southern to northern Australia into Asia. And uh, you're right too. John Olson pushed really hard in the in the in the background to to get it up and running. But Howard did it despite a lot of opposition from the Queenslanders and the New South Wales mob, particularly the Nat, saying they wanted more money being spent in their states. Well, of course, he had in Deputy Prime Minister uh, Tim Fisher, a yeah. great buff, and he was on that inaugural trip. He, it was like Christmas ten times over for him. A, a great thing. I think it's one of those trips that a lot of people would have on their bucket list. Well, it's not, not a cheap exercise to go on the GAN to Darwin, but a nice thing to dream about doing one day. Absolutely. A trip, total trip of a lifetime. Great flashback, Michael. Michael Smith there, 7 News um, flashback. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.